What do you think about when you hear names like Celine Dion, Gisele, Selma Hayek, and many, many more? Well, I am going to assume that you certainly think about fame because, yes, they are famous. Maybe you even think about success because, yes, they are certainly successful. But all of them have another thing in common. They all have an accent when they speak English. In other words, all three of them are non-native English speakers. In fact, please take a listen here because this is Celine Dion's very first interview in English. Notice, please, how she takes her time to actually form a sentence. My dream is uh, um, to be international star. Offstage, Céline Dion is not unlike most 15-year-old Quebecers. Here, she struggles with her very first English interview. And in, in, in to be able in, uh, to sing all my life. Oh, and it doesn't stop there. Listen to this next clip and uh, please be reminded that Céline Dion as well, just like so many of you guys, had to start somewhere with her English. In other words, many, many years ago, she couldn't say a lot in English. Celine is taking a crash course in English with a private tutor because she wants to record in English. What language does he speak at home? At home, Mr. Duval speaks French. Speaks. She's already mastered several key phrases. Hello, how are you? Nice to meet you. Just a moment. Uh, don't be hangry. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, sir. My manager is not here now. What? Yet here she is, many years later, speaking English nicely, fluidly, fluently. And yes, she does have an accent. I remember so clearly when I talk about food and being at the table because it's my mom used to count all of us to make sure we were all there. And, um, and somebody asked me not too long ago, I mean, do you, there must have been a lot of dishes and all things like that. I said, you know, I don't remember once having to see the sink. I don't remember seeing an empty sink. There was constantly dishes. But the most extraordinary is that We couldn't wait for our brothers or my father to go and fuel the car of gas. Why? Because at that time, maybe a few of you remember, every time we fueled the car, they would give us dishes. What? Do you remember that? No. No, I don't know. They give nothing. But we used to, you know they what? Used I, to give, they, give, they used to give like uh, 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 cups and, and, and saucers and plates. I know what you mean. Yeah. And they were turquoise and plastic. They were beautiful. I, I mean, <laughs> they're amazing. Beautiful. <laughs> and, and you know what we used to do? What? We used to eat our dish. Uh-huh. We didn't have enough money to fuel the car constantly. And we didn't have enough dishes to change to a dessert plate. Okay. We used to flip it. And eat on the bottom of the dish? Why not? That's... <laughs> It's one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Listen, try it. What? Try it. It's wonderful. First of all, you save, lot, in you, save, you save a lot of time. You save a lot of time. You, listen, my friend. When you have to do the dishes, you'll flip you'll your flip plate. You'll flip them too, yeah. All yeah. Right. That's all right. That's, that's a great... In today's episode, I want to talk about accents because many of my students are or at least have been sort of obsessed with their English accent. 
to be honest, throughout my years as a language coach, I have met students who have turned their accent into some type of a limitation or barrier in their English learning journey. I don't know if you've yet had the chance to listen to episode number 129, basically yesterday's episode. I talked about students who are nervous to speak in English, and I also talked about students who have been nervous to talk about English in the past. I've personally known for a long time that many English learners experience anxiety and stress as they are trying to learn English. But over the years, I have learned that it's a lot more serious than I thought. So my main goal with today's episode is to hopefully motivate you and inspire you to let go of some of that fear, which is exactly why I am bringing up these female powerhouses houses, Celine, Giselle, and Selma. I am calling them powerhouses because obviously all three of them are mega wealthy, mega rich, basically, which makes them powerful by default, but they are also quite talented and they all have an accent when they speak English. Yet here they are, super successful to this day. I am going to be 100% honest with you and say that if someone has a super duper heavy accent, which is really challenging to understand, then I really understand why that person would like to maybe reduce their accent a little. But having an accent, even a slight one, a small one, is super duper normal. So why fight something that is super duper normal? Why be embarrassed of it? Why not embrace it? Why not accept it and focus on whatever goals and dreams you have? Any of you guys who are listening to this right now, who might have been in a virtual classroom with me at some point, know for a fact that I always, always try my best to remind you that your accent is not something that you should allow to stop you from learning and flourishing. The way I look at accents, it's almost like your very own personal signature. I think it's a very unique trait. I think that you should embrace it and not be embarrassed of it, not be ashamed of it. Also, don't forget how many native English speakers speak other languages with an English accent, like hola, como estáis, or bon dia, tudo bem. That's an accent, right? And guess what? That's okay too. As long as people are able to understand us, our accents are totally fine. So please let go of unnecessary fear and embrace whatever accent you might be rocking. After all, it is your own personal signature. As always, thank you so much for listening. Talk to you tomorrow.